After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. All right, everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials, good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. Chicken fingers, low-cut socks, Papua New Guinea. My name is Andrew Walsh, and I'm here with Genevieve Has. Hello, Genevieve Has. Hi, Andrew. Coming up today on the show, it's game night. All right. We're not playing games. Sorry, that's kind of misleading. We're going to be watching other people play games. Oh, is that so fun? That's so fun. Yeah. That's fun. That's it's a... like we're like the Twitch of podcasts. <laughs> Not video games, though. Um, we had a house guest a couple of nights ago. Your friend, Becky. Yeah. Longtime friend. Longtime friend, yeah. You're probably. Oldest friend, not yeah. in age, but in going back a ways. Yeah, I think we've known each other since we were like 11. Yeah. It's a pleasure to have her here. And that gave us the opportunity to do something that we had never done before, which we played our favorite board game, Birds Actually, <laughs> a.k.a. Wingspan, <laughs> yep. with a third person. Yes. And all the many times that we have played that game together, we have never had a person over who uh, already knew how to play it and so therefore did not need to you know, go through the laborious process of being taught how to play yes. it, which is a real, I would say, barrier to entry on that game. Well, it sort of is. It depends on it, who you are sure. because that one thing we've learned is you and I are not like gamers. You have these really intense kind of board game people who... To them, birds yeah. actually, they aka reg- wingspan, they, they regard it as fairly simple, as ridiculously simple yeah. in a certain way. Whereas you and I were like, we spent a night <laughs> watching YouTube videos and trying to figure out. To us, it was like the cones of Dunshire <laughs> level of complexity. <laughs> it certainly was. So that got me thinking about um, games. You know, people using the idea or the trope of a game night in a commercial to sell something, but not to sell games. And there's no Hasbro. You'll see no Hasbro commercials in today's episode although that would be fun to do a show just on like kind of vintage board game commercials yeah maybe if we come up with some kind of wraparound concept yeah you don't like doing shows where it's based on the product being sold you like the approach to selling various products yeah that's what yeah. really interests me more and i i get bored just talking and i don't have anything interesting to say if we're just basically talking about this is an ad for this kind of yeah. widget. This is an ad for uh, the same widget by a different company. But we could just find a bunch of commercials for the board games that we played as kids. Wouldn't that be fun? All right. Well, this sounds a like a show. Sorry, commercial. This sounds like a show meeting that should be happening off air. The listeners are loving this. They're hanging <laughs> on every word. This is our most popular episode. No, uh, we, we already <laughs> we've already spent that. Um, that currency, that coin. Anyway, I really have uh, no joke. You heard me in here laughing my ass off at some commercials. Um, I told you not to take a look at the show sheet today because I'm excited to kind of watch these with you for the first time. Um, Plus, we will check in with the Ad Council. Genevieve, you issued a challenge last week. I stumbled on a Kmart jingle from the 1960s, a radio jingle that was very long and complicated and speedy. And I think that you said you wanted listeners to call in and see if they could tackle that jingle themselves. And didn't you even promise prizes? I did promise prizes. Prizes are forthcoming. Okay, sounds good, because we had a couple people uh, take you up on your offer there. Um, Okay, so we're going to do all of that. But again, I'm very excited about these commercials I have lined up for you. So let's... Do you want to play a game? It's amazing how once you realize, once you kind of stumble on a trope like this, you can just go to iSpots.tv and type in Game Night. And there are so many products and services that have used the the trope of Game Night. It's never Game Day. It's never Game Morning. It's Game Night. Isn't it kind of funny? Game Day does have a meaning. Um, oh yeah, that's football. But right? it means or, or it means sport. It's sport. Yeah, usually yeah. it's football, and usually it means like a day when people are watching some big athletic competition on television. Yes, I do think that KFC. I stumbled on something. I didn't watch it, but I do think that uh, KFC, the chicken 
fast food joint um, has something called the game day bucket or the yeah. game night bucket. Game day bucket go boom. Oh, that's right. There was a that was a real kind of commercial earworm for people. I right, think. right, right. And I think it was then. Um, didn't they use it on Rick and Morty? Game day bucket go boom. Probably. I think I have a drop of that somewhere. I'm looking for it, but that's worthless. We don't need to sidetrack ourselves. I want to start with this snickers commercial this is new it's listed as being from 2022 i've never seen it in the wild i'll tell you what i'm gonna play this a little bit out of i'm struggling here because the first one i saw was a 15 second cut of this commercial and there's a little tag on the end that made me laugh my ass off that's what you heard when i was like going crazy in here um and then i was looking for a longer version to see if it was like the 15 second version had been cut down and it did but it's got a different joke at the end it's like a longer version everything's the same it's just a little bit longer there's like longer pauses and meaningful glances between the people in this commercial but then the joke at the end that made me laugh so hard they swapped it out for a different joke and I, and it's just as funny I okay. think and so well, I wonder both. if they were yeah so let's see I, I you know what I'm going to take you on the journey that I went on I'm going to start with the um, 15 second version and then we'll uh, that's a weird way to do this but here it is this is um, two couples okay and um, you can tell that the the two who are kind of hosting the game night the husband is very attractive um, and you know, none of them are ugly. The other couple, though, there's a guy who's maybe a little bit more normal looking, maybe a li maybe even a little bit nebbishy, right? And uh, they're all uh, playing some game, and we're catching them as they're probably at, on round three or four or something of playing this game. And the host asks if maybe they should maybe mix things up a little bit. All right. Do you guys want to do a little swap? I mean, yeah, I could be into it. <laughs> Just like a one-time casual thing with Tyler? Or? <laughs> I was talking about switching up teams for fun. I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> it says you're unfiltered when you're hungry. And then the kind of more normal-looking guy, the partner of the woman who was excited to do a partner swap, says... With the I don't clear, like this game. I love the... I like how like the, they were really careful in calibrating how much handsomer the uh -huh. the the partner that she's excited to get with is because he's not it's not wildly like if you just saw the four of them it wouldn't necessarily immediately jump out at you uh -huh. but then when you have the opportunity in the commercial to really reflect on the two men it's it really is it's a great yeah. joke when you <laughs> When you, heard, when you heard me laughing, it was, I had heard that guy just say, I don't like this game uh, for the first time. Now, I'm going to play the longer version here, and um, everything's the same. You'll hear a little bit more dialogue to kind of flesh out the joke a little bit more. And then the guy at the end, the partner of the woman who's excited to swap, um, has a different ending line. All right. Game. Uh, hey, do you guys want to do a little swap? Now, that long pause, I should just say, the woman who's the guest kind of gives like a knowing look she, at the handsome she man. She sort of like tries to check in with him like, yeah. are you into this? Exactly. I mean, yeah, I could be into it. <laughs> Would I like move in with Tyler or is it just more, you know, one time casual thing? I was talking about switching up teams for fun. Of course. <laughs> Whose turn is it anyway? Tyler's, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't hear that he says Tyler's apparently, apparently. <laughs> are those not great those are really funny I'm excited to see those in the wild yes. um, because they're Snickers I tend to see Snickers commercials for whatever whatever my demo is that will sometimes make an appearance so um, I Snickers will see Snickers has such a great record now of really funny writing for some of their ads they don't always get it exactly right for everybody but yeah. like they have a pretty good track record their, their average is good um and we played one as, again as part of this campaign we kind of played one last week because it was in the ad council is the one where a listener thought i looked like one of the characters in the ad and it was again another 15 seconder and it's like their their thing now and it's been kind of an evolution right it's like you you are blank when you're hungry and yeah. it's always something bad and you need a snickers to bring yourself so back something is making you behave inappropriately right. in, under in some in some re for some way some 
context because of you because you haven't had your snickers i mean to me the funniest one will always be the couple who are having what what one of them thinks is a zoom based party oh yeah that's a snickers and he wanders out oh, onto yeah. their porch just in a shirt and underpants yeah that's right his tidy whiteies yeah. right yeah and he's so casual about it yeah when are we getting this thing going i thought it was a zoom thing <laughs> um i forgot that it was a snickers one and they do a really good job of like creating a a format that makes sense and then they can slot all kinds of things into it it's not quite as randomized as the geico where yeah. they do the same thing but it doesn't even matter yeah like there's a center that's holding on the snickers ads that i think I so too i i like their I like their construction and the I like the campaign. This next one took me on a little journey. Um, so this is for not a specific realty company, but the National Association of Realtors. And they have a whole series of these where you kind of see people enjoying their homes in like um, – there's still images that the camera kind of moves around 3D. You remember that when that was kind of new around oh, the yeah. Matrix time or whatever. And it's and um, the point of this commercial again, this is a shorty, 15 seconds. You're, you'll hear the voiceover, and you'll you'll see like a couple of women who are enjoying popcorn together uh, in one evening. And oh, it looks like one person is throwing a piece of popcorn into the other person's mouth. And then you see a group of guys. I think it's three guys sitting around a game table, and they're playing cards. And the idea is. Is before you can have these great snapshot moments in the home of your dream, in the home of your dreams, you need to find the home of your dreams. Okay. And that's what we do here at the National Association of Realtors. But the reason I'm playing this one is the men are playing cards, right? It's clearly game night, but it's just a still image. There's no there's no movement, right? But something's going on with the card game that I don't understand. A big part of today's show is I don't get it. We have a new segment coming up called <laughs> Am I the Idiot? Um, in which I'm going to play for you a commercial that's not really But we might get games. a jump on that segment. <laughs> yeah, because this, this is another one where it's like, what is going on here? So here, for the listener, you'll just, of course, hear the voiceover. Before the friends... And the laughter and the nights you'll always remember. There's a realtor guided by a code of ethics and the doors you open together. I think you're going to love this. I think you're right. So you see the still images, but then before you can get to that, you see a flashback of a realtor showing a man a, a house that he will eventually buy, right? And it's kind of notable the man is in a wheelchair, too, I think. Yeah. It's uncommented on, but I think it's just kind of showing that, you know, yeah. everybody it, it's needs a, it, a home or everybody, everybody needs wants a home. A home yeah. And you might you might be a person who has a specific need about your right. home. And, and so that's it's, like a way of illustrating it. And so it's pretty cool. And so during the game night scene, you see this guy. You, it's kind of weird that they also just start with two random women that doesn't come around. I don't yeah. quite get the imagery there. But on game night, you see the man who clearly owns the home because he's the man in the wheelchair um, and then two of his friends and they're just sitting around the table playing cards. But for some reason, the entire deck of cards is in the air. Like, what has happened here? Did one of them get mad and throw all the cards? I was trying to figure that out, too. Because Am the, I the idiot? <laughs> no, I don't know what's happening here. And I'll, we'll use this as the show pick and, and maybe you can weigh in because it's not like... I mean, you know, I can understand if the premise is, well, look, there's like a, something is being overturned, like a tray of glasses or something. It does look like that. And also, if you look closely now that I've blown it up, look, there's a woman's hands and the woman is off screen, but you can just see that. And it looks like she might be filming this with her phone. Or taking a picture. Or taking a picture. The flash is going off. And so my guess is, and I looked for a longer version of this, my guess is this was a longer ad and the women we saw at the beginning oh as a matter of fact it's a woman one of the people playing the game at the table is a woman as well so my guess is there was a longer version where you kind of fleshed out the relationship maybe between these people more and the women who are eating popcorn at the beginning and maybe they're all they're all related but yeah it looks like these cheese cubes are falling off the table too right so th this has been captured in a moment of extreme chaos why and why and like why like, is that game night you know i can understand if like somebody loses a hand of poker and it's a big loss or a surprising bad beat or something and they they throw up their own cards in frustration yeah. But this does appear to be the whole deck that's now in the air, and they're all laughing. They're all, but, it's on the, but it does look like they have poker chips out too. So it seems to be some sort of poker that's game. That's what I'm saying. It looks like poker, except that's you don't have nobody has the whole deck of cards in their hand no. in poker. And, and after this 
frozen moment. There's going to be a huge mess to clean. Yeah, up. and what is happening with the cheese uh, in the other part of the house? Are they? Because at first I was like, oh, they're like playing around. They're playing fifty-two pickup. You ever get? <laughs> you ever get? <laughs> sure. Get suckered was... into that when you were a kid? Yeah, of course. Quick aside here, leaving game night aside, but I went looking for the longer version of that commercial and I couldn't find it. But the next commercial I found, I think it's part of the same campaign. It's a very different approach. They have a whole bunch, though, that are this style, like kind of the still image. You've caught somebody in, in a happy moment in their home and, you know, the same theme. But the next commercial that I stumbled on again involved a man in a wheelchair. And I thought it was very interesting. Like this is very con- this is clearly a concerted effort of yeah. inclusion on their part, which I'm really into. But this one, it's it, it's not like he happens to be in a wheelchair. This next one is something very specific specific that I want to share with you, Aviv. So we see a man and he's in a house by himself and he's rolling around the house in his wheelchair, just sort of checking things out. And now he's gotten to a part of the house where there's a kind of a narrow doorway and it looks like his chair might not fit. And then surprisingly, he gets up out of the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Do you know where this is going? Is this the realtor? Turns out this is the realtor scoping yeah. out the Testing house it. before he shows his client who uses a wheelchair. And this is his way of saying, oh, you know what? Well, we'll hit play here. He's I- making sure the house is ready for his client or is appropriate to show his client. Maybe. Yes. I mean, this is a very, this is a lovely way of illustrating it. And maybe there are some things that this wouldn't be true for but i also think a less romantic way of doing this would be called using a tape measure <laughs> yeah do you almost feel like it's, it's almost it's a performative expo- yeah, yeah i can see that yeah i'd be curious if we have any uh listeners who use mobility devices if if that would strike you that way or if i'm being yeah overly sensitive i think that it's you know obviously coming from a good place and of course um it's great for realtors yeah. and and marketers to think about the needs of people with disabilities but it's like, okay, really? He the only way he? I mean, it's kind. Of, it makes me think of those legislators. Yeah. Remember who? There was like some group of like city councilors in some city. Was it our city? Wasn't who, our city? It might have. I, I think this is something that happens kind of in cities around the country. It's sort of a movement, and I actually brought that up on my other podcast. And uh, a listener of ours, uh, uh, who we know pretty well, um, who uses a wheelchair, I I asked, like, hey, does anybody have opinions on this? And he wrote, I don't have it in front of me right now, obviously. He wrote a wonderful long email to me about whether or not that is considered sort of exploitative. We're talking about like lawmakers or designers or whatever, like having a day where they all use wheelchairs so that they can get a sense of what that's like and so that they can keep that in their head as they're making laws or designing buildings or walkways or whatever. But it does seem, it always has rubbed me the wrong way. I don't use a wheelchair, but it always seems weird to me. Have a person. Yeah. Who, you know, either as a consultant or as an employee or as an elected official or whatever, who is representative yeah, of that exactly. group of people. Have people at the table. Don't have exactly. people go in like disability face. Exactly. That's exactly or, or cosplay or something. So anyway, I do want to pay off this commercial, even though we've kind of made it clear where this is going. So the fella is um, his, he's gotten to this doorway that's a little bit narrow. He gets up out of his chair and he starts examining the doorway. And now I think it's going to flash to the moment where he is showing the client the house. <laughs> so excited to see this place it's perfect almost perfect this hallway it narrows a bit i reached out to a contractor the difference between an agent and a realtor is real the ethics to do the right thing even when it's the harder thing that's who we are i like the message yeah i also like the ad where somebody happened to be in a wheelchair and it wasn't common upon this one when the guy says almost perfect there's like a little bit of a self-satisfaction yeah, so in little, the whole commercial self, that he's patting himself on the back a little yeah, bit yeah and the commercial pats itself on the back yeah. a little bit which is i mean that's the point of commercials but uh sure. and anyway interesting little yeah. aside there I feel like if we're doing game night, I know that you and I obsessed over this commercial years and years and years ago. <laughs> I think like our first year of doing this show, this was one of our favorites. I need to bring it back. It's, it's a my great favorite. One. It's a classic. It is. It's my favorite game night commercial. So this is the old Geico ad where you have two, I, I don't know, is it like two couples, I think, whatever. You have a group of adults in the living room and they're all playing Pictionary or something like that. And the 
the player who is doing the drawing is a sloth and yeah. it's clinging to the easel and slowly drawing one line. <laughs> it's a, a, a small finger, a, a, a worm. Like a, a dagger. A tiny sword. Breadstick. Breadstick. A, bread bread a lamppost. Um, coin slot. <laughs> No. Uh, Ten seconds. A stick, um, a walking stick. Right. A bouncy, a monkey on the door, a big bicycle. Sorry. It's a tandem bicycle. What? What? As long as sloths are slow, you can count on Geico saving folks money. Fifteen minutes could I'll save you 15. I will never get tired of both the smugness of the guy who's on the other team who's reading the, the answer, who's, who's holding the card, and the look that one of his teammates gives like oh yeah they're just never like, gonna it's never gonna happen it's, for them it's like it's so delicious to it's him. So he's, delicious. Like, he's like snacking on something yeah. with a big smile he just shakes his head like his his, word, his wordless performance glasses guy was wordless performance is my favorite thing you know before i hit play on this i kind of asked you you know what is this a couple of couples i'm not exactly sure not that every game night has to be couples but that's sort of the trope right yeah. and there's something interesting that i'm just noticing now if these are supposed to be couples, you have one couple on the left, right? One couple on the right. Smug, so who does smug, that smug standing guy with the card? Does that mean he's in the couple with the sloth? The sloth is the sixth person. Uh, yeah, I don't know what their dynamic is. <laughs> It's anyone's guess. <laughs> anyway, that's great. Um, that little like head no, shake. It feels like no one is in a couple with the sloth because no one's like defending the sloth. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's anybody, though, it is the. Um... Well, we don't know how they split up their teams. Yeah, that, maybe no, they did I a little, it could just little be a group swap of six friends. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, a sloth, it, it, or five it, friends and a sloth. Oh, what the sloth can't be friends? Well, I mean, I think after tonight, the sloth is going to maybe not get it, get invited back. <laughs> five friends and a sloth. Love that movie. <laughs> um, this next commercial is. I don't know. It's it's pretty down the middle. It's not necessarily. Fu it's certainly not funny. Um, I think it's very evocative. I think they do a very nice job of just setting the scene that you can associate with and that you want to be a part of. Um, now, this isn't going to turn into Poker Night Part 2, is it? What do you mean? Well, we already did a show about Poker Night. Oh, uh, no, they're not playing poker in this. They're playing a board game. This is a group of friends, probably in their 20s or 30s, and they're playing some sort of, it looks like map-based. It's like... A turn-based strategy game. Yeah, some sort of uh, risk type I learned of situation. That, I learned that term when I learned how to play uh, Wingspan, and I like to deploy it whenever possible. I'm zooming in on this. We could, by looking, by pausing on the map or the board game, which is a map, and looking at this lake in the middle, I'll bet you we could Google some of these, I'm assuming, made-up names and see if this is an actual game or if it's something they just created for the commercial. I'm guessing they created this for the commercial because it looks like there's a random, <laughs> there's randomized different uh pieces and playing pieces and coins and whatnot i can see i can see one part of the map is i let is labeled bjorn bjorn yes that's what i that's closest to the camera but i guess what i like about this is and you'll hear the voiceover it's a very kind of like poetic tribute to this style of game night and it's specifically in an old cabin somewhere and that is one of the most fun places to get together with friends it's like day two or three of your cabin extended weekend right and somebody's like well let's play a game tonight and this commercial kind of describes what that experience is like with really nice close-ups of the little details of the setting that the voiceover will also talk about little cabin by the lake Leaky, drafty, perfect. Mismatched chairs gathered around a game board marked with house rules. Brats, bean dip, bottles of beer. Silly superstitions, off-color victory dances. And two of the most cursed dice you ever saw. This is Shiner Country. And it's for a beer called Shiner Bach. Boy, that person wants to say it. What were you going to say? You're shaking your head. That's just really a compelling ad. It is, right? Yeah. And also, like, somebody wants to be Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely <laughs> doing a McConaughey, but I I love that ad. Yeah, it's very, I, it's like evocative, right? It is. I mean, clearly whoever wrote it um, was an English major. I mean, you can hear all the alliteration, mm -hmm, right? I mm -hmm. mean, it's very, it's almost poetic and, uh -huh. and it's, it's pretty lyrical, the writing. 
Um, I think that was so good. And you know what I forgot to mention is it's a rainy night at the cabin because yeah. probably the other nights they have been hanging out at the lake or whatever the it fire is, pit. right? Exactly. But yeah. here it is. It's the one rainy night of your cabin weekend or week or whatever. So you break out the old game that one of their families has probably been playing at the lake house for years and years. You know, there's just something like you can very much associate with that. And it's also not... I mean, listen, somebody's got a, a drafty old house by the lake, but it still seems like it's pretty relatable. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like a super nice, rich cabin. Yeah, like, it's not It's not unreasonable for an, an average person to be, to have a, a space like this or to know someone with a space like this. Yeah, yeah. Did you end up Googling that? I um, did. I, I Googled Bjorn Bjorn board game yeah. and nothing came up. So I think that they... They completely ginned that up for the I, commercial. I think so too, because I saw various game pieces that looked like they had been collected from other games, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're getting into the charades part of tonight's programming, um, which is going to be tough on us because, of course, charades is... Famously quiet. <laughs> quiet, people acting things out, and you'll hear people in the room yelling out guesses, right? This first one is pretty funny. It involves, though basketball men and you know i am not good with basketball men but yeah, I neither of up. us are i'll tell you who's in this it's chris paul i know who chris paul is i know least. their names and james of these harden, people I see he's here yeah james harden has the big beard right yeah, so he's, he's kind of he's pretty easy memorable to identify the other person is clyde drexler and we have this is for state farm i think i mentioned this and we have uh oscar nunez i think is that his name um from the office he played o he played oscar on yeah. the office mo most of the office um sort of tertiary characters just used like angela kinsey was angela oh okay um because you saw my brain twisting up there i was like wait a second is the is the actor's name actually oscar yeah but no, he plays a character named oscar okay uh, and he is oscar uh nunez um he's so funny he's been he is a reliable character actor in a bunch of other things you know your favorite movie the proposal oh he's in that he's in that he plays a kind of like oversexed uh, local guy in the little Alaska town where oh, Ryan okay. Reynolds is a is a like. I don't the, know if I made it that far prince. into the movie. You've never seen the whole movie? No, I just watched part of it on, <laughs> on the treadmill at the gym one I've time. I've probably and I was seen really it five times. It. No, it's worth watching probably. Huh? It's okay, yeah. It's right. it's a perfectly serviceable romantic comedy. Seems like a good movie to have. And maybe I'm thinking this because it probably came on one time when we or I was traveling. It seems like a good movie to watch in a hotel room. Yeah, it's great for a hotel room. Um, in the State Farm commercial, we have... Um, the fellas, all, all those four fellas are in a room together somewhere, and um, they're playing charades, clearly. And Oscar, who who is in a bunch of these State Farm commercials as a State Farm, in, uh, uh, I guess, agent. Agent, yeah. Um, and he's the one who's performing the charades. And it's just good physical comedy. I'm not going to try to pause it and describe everything he's doing, but he's just sort of like, he's just like, <laughs> you know, moving his body in yeah. funny ways no, that make no sense. He's a really talented physical comedian. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's kind of in, in, in stretching his body If you would ever watch the whole proposal you would know that <laughs> and while he's doing that chris paul is guessing you heard a little bit of this at the beginning of the show chris paul is guessing all these ridiculous things and he's nailing it and it is <laughs> unclear how in the world chris paul knows what the hell oscar is how trying are they to just do on with the same, these charades yeah the same wavelength and then you'll hear the other two fellas just kind of being blown away by it chicken fingers clyde to glide yes low cut socks no way <laughs> <laughs> Papa New Guinea? That's amazing. I need an agent like that. I got you, Glide. You worked hard for those. Give them the protection they deserve. Come on, come on. Napoleon Bonaparte at the Battle of Waterloo. That's <laughs> Battle of Waterloo? Those guys are good. <laughs> is that not great? I've never seen that one. I yeah, love it. Yeah. At one point, um, when Oscar says, I'll protect those for you, he points to uh, Drexler's like uh, trophy wall yeah. in, in his, his memorabilia and stuff. But isn't that, that's great physical comedy from Oscar Nunez. He is so terrific. I love yeah. him. And just good chemistry between all four of those yeah. guys. Well, and I don't know Clyde Drexler, but I, I have seen James Harden and Chris Paul do other mm -hmm. ads. And Chris Paul certainly uh, has been part of the uh, State Farm campaigns uh, in other context as well i think um and they're both just like really good they they really are good on camera you know yeah this next one is another charades one that um at first i thought it was gonna be kind of basic and i was gonna <laughs> skip it but it kind can of just, won me over can we just pause here yeah. to say like 
game night is a great concept for commercials. Like yeah. sometimes we'll do one of these shows where we take a premise and we kind of find examples and some people do it really well. And I don't know what's ahead of us here, but like so far these have all been winners. Yeah, there's one real stinker coming up that okay. I still I still give them I kind of give them B for effort. I give them B for Beffert. B for Beffert. <laughs> Show title? Um, because the acting is so bad and corny in the commercial <laughs> coming up. But in this one, you have... It's actually... This one is very nicely produced. This is for your favorite uh, service, Rakuten. I just got 4% back from Rakuten today. We should do ads for Rakuten. We should do ads for Rakuten. And, I would do... We should do ads, period. Um, we it, like money. We do like money. Um, sounds like that would require effort on my part <laughs> uh, anyway so you see um, a group of people again they're together friends are visiting somebody's gorgeously appointed apartment um, uh, to play charades again and these are young people all in their 20s right Vives? like maybe, pretty yeah, I mean, good looking people in their 20s some maybe very good looking people 30s. and they're they seem young to me but yeah, yeah who doesn't and the apartment's really nice and they're all dressed really nice because again this is for a product that's going to help you shop for nice things, right? And these two young women uh, are like, hey, we're here for game nights, but you know, we're just kind of obsessed with our Rakuten app. Um, and while they're talking about it, <laughs> you know, one of their friends, this guy, is in the background doing the charades. And these two women are just totally ignoring him while he's trying hard to kind of get their attention and get them to guess at his various maneuvers. Savings is the name of the game for us when we shop. I thought we were playing charades. So we use Rakuten to get your chain. While we're gaming? Go. We get cash back at over 3,500 stores. Cha-ching. Health and beauty, clothes, electronics. Mm -mm. Office supplies, mm -hmm. shoes, home and garden, oh. travel. Now he's getting more and more animated in the background. He's trying to get their attention. He's, he's doing, kind of going, ooh, ooh, yeah. His his physical comedy is getting more and more. He's like spreading his arms out and flying around the room. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, I like him. I like Office his performance. Mm -hmm. Shoes, home and garden, oh. travel, <laughs> on all of that and more. So even when we're losing game night, we're winning. Gulliver's Travels. So close. <laughs> <laughs> like, not a bad landing, right? It's Gulliver's not, Travels is like a joke and then so close when they never even made a a, I, an attempt. I think it's that has in some ways the same structure or the same punchline as the sloth ad. Yeah. And I think that these kinds of game nights and these like those guessing games and stuff lend themselves to good writing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like an easy setup for a really good punchline. Yeah. This next Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> Tandem Bicycle. <laughs> You know, it's like a rhythm. I also do think the so close is a good yeah. little joke so on the little joke when nobody made a guess at all. And they're like, so close. <laughs> By the way, I have become like those ladies about certain things. Rakuten, maybe not. I don't maybe uh, promote that as much in social settings, but... I have probably talked more about my Costco visa oh my God. and the cashback rewards to like in social settings than anyone is interested in yeah like a including lot including me including you yes. but it's but it's so great yeah uh this next commercial is for zell this one is probably one we can zip through quickly because again we now know the format and it's fine but it's not brilliant um but we see a, you know a group of people together somebody's living room and they're playing charades and the whole point is this one woman is up there and she's acting out the charades she's you just need to know she's doing kind of funny things with her body and her face nothing that really I, well, actually, I think it does kind of make sense. There's a fella guessing as the game is played, um, and it's for Zell. The the um, it's like a it's like a kind of a, a cash swapping app, right? Isn't it's, it kind it's of? It's basically like, Venmo. My yeah. bank is always trying to get me to use Zell, and I'm like, you relate to the party. I already use Venmo. Yeah, Zell is other people. All right, take a listen to this. <laughs> right there. Right there. Okay. Okay. It's a way to send money. To friends and family. Even if they bank somewhere different than you do. Now that's funny because she starts doing like, what is that, like a dinosaur walk? Sort of, it sort of looks like the thriller dance. Yes, that's like a what slow it is. Version that's, of the thriller dance. that's exactly what it is. So she kind of, she's kind of pantomimes making it rain for money with her, you know, making money rain. And then she kind of hugs herself she's to cold, show friends like yeah, for friends and family. And then, and then she just goes into the th slow motion thriller dance. To friends and family. Even if they bank somewhere different than you do. 
and it's in a lot of banking apps. Zell, the answer is Zell. Yes. yes! Who's next? Are you guys next? Everybody else in the room is just like, again, astounded and yes. looking at each other like, what the hell did we just witness? Very similar story and premise to the State Farm ad, right? Yes, exactly. Just like, how could these two people be so good at this? And yeah. how are we even going to um, compete? Okay, final version of the charades, and then we will move on. Um, there is something, if you've ever played a game where it's a guessing game that relies on you and your guessing partner knowing each other well uh-huh. or being in tune with each other like you know what that's like like we used to play that game um apples to apples oh yeah right and there's really something when it's when it's you and your when it's when you know the part your partner super well you can really run the table on a game yeah. because you you don't necessarily they don't need you don't need to they don't need to do the game well they need to do the game in a way that they know you're gonna get exactly that's why you gotta split up couples in those always situations. split the couples up yeah um this next commercial but just for the game not for going homesies mm. <laughs> uh this next commercial is for Aflac, but it's weird because it's we tv presents and i don't know like it's like so we tv that's like a pretty low level like cable network right? i mean i guess so i've never heard of it and i watch a shitload of television and they're calling this a short we tv presents a short called between us and we see t- a couple right uh and they're sitting on their couch together and they are reliving they're kind of talking about a game night they recently had at a friend's house and the woman is very clearly she hurt herself at the game night she's got a big cast on her arm and it's in a sling and they're talking about the game night then we flash back to the game night and just for the viewers who can't see this at one point in the middle of the flashback we also come back to them again on the couch kind of dissecting what happened you'll hear it kind of like bounce back and forth between the the flashback scene and them talking about it and clearly what happened is during charades this woman hurt herself um I want to root for this ad. I find these both of these characters to be like very nerdy and cute yeah. and like but the acting and maybe part of it is also the just the directing and production is just like so cheap and kind of accidentally hilarious. <laughs> Game night was so fun until it wasn't. Your category is popular phrases. Ready? Now, uh you see them pull a card and it's um, going through hoops. Jumping through jumping hoops. Jumping through hoops. So we, we, the audience, know that they're trying to do jumping through hoops. Story is popular phrases. Ready? Go. Ring. Ring around the rosy. Oh, basketball? Uh, Between us, I think I have a talent for clue giving. Ten seconds. Come on, come on, come on. I mean, this is not helping. Okay, now they have five seconds to go, and we see that the woman stands up on a chair in the living room. I think we all know where this is going. (laughs) And the man makes a loop with his arms, and she is going to try to jump through it. Oh, jumping through hoops. Next time, you're hosting. But your place is the best. Plus, now that you have Aflac through work, you have cash to help with your doctor bills or to replace this coffee table. You're replacing my coffee table. Why don't we let him decide? And then suddenly they point to an Aflac duck who's apparently been in the living room the whole time. Also, I didn't realize that that was her apartment. It looked like a different apartment. No, the exposed brick was the giveaway. Ah, I see. So they were sitting in her apartment after everything had been cleaned up. Um, But again, I don't know. The acting, not great. And I think that acting is maybe especially bad when you see it because it's kind of like a lot of gesticulation and it's bigger than it needs to be. It's bigger than it needs to be. Yeah, less is more. Yeah. Less is more, folks. Um, this next commercial is very basic, but I just want, I don't know if you already seen my notes on this. I hope you didn't. You're going to see a bunch of people. This is for, um, value city furniture. Did you have value cities where you were, by the way? Yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah. We had I, value cities growing it, up. I don't know if I grew up with it, but it's maybe something that I have come across in my, in my adult life. And we're just seeing like kind of random scenes of people enjoying their home with guests in it. And we see kind of um, uh, kind of new furniture being brought in there. It looks like maybe at one point they're zooming with some relatives who are in another part of the country. Then we see them greeting some dinner guests and having a um, having a nice dinner together. And then at one point they we see some of them and their friends sitting around the dining room table playing a card game and i want to know if you're familiar with this game they're playing because i was confused at first am i the idiot it's where the conversations happen 
the family gathers round. And where any night can be the best night ever. Oh, Spoons. Meet Chart House. You know Spoons. Just, that's it. That's all I want you to see. You know the game of Spoons. So I, I had to it. look it up. Yeah, it's one of those games. I don't like games like this. I, um, I... I didn't haven't played a lot of card games or I didn't grow up playing a lot of card games, I should say. And as an adult, I've taken to card games and I enjoy them. But I get more stressed out than I should about games where the object of the card game is to react quickly. Yes. I don't really care for that as the object of a game. And right. so the game that, that they're playing, which I think is called Spoons, is yep. you set up like a radius of spoons and it's sort of, um, you know, kind of like... Uh, what's the you know where you where the music stops you have to grab a chair yeah you so here i'm on the bicycle cards website here which, which explains how to play spoons players take turns trying to collect a four of a kind in their hand right mm-hmm. once someone gets a four of a kind everyone tries to grab a spoon without a spoon because like you said this musical chair musical so chairs thank you I, I was like you know the music where you grab a chair <laughs> what's the name of that game i thought you it's so got musical there. and so cherry what's that musical game about the chair (laughs) (laughs) anyway so there's one spoon shy of players so once anybody gets the gets their hand um then everybody's got to quickly grab a spoon and the person who doesn't is left out and then they get one letter s followed by p o o n and the first person who spells the word spoon it's like musical chairs meets horse yes exactly um that doesn't appeal to me either by the way i don't even like playing the part of uno where you got to yell uno really fast right right you know what i mean yeah even uh, uno is a little bit of a a speed game all right so that's mostly it for game night although i do have one more gaming related commercial that could fit into the next segment if we get to it but the next segment as i mentioned earlier is a brand new segment which may become a regular segment on the show or we might just forget about it forever and it's called am i the idiot i am such an idiot this is me literally being an idiot not pretending to be an idiot wait no andrew you're an idiot but i am an idiot about this stuff so i don't care no i'm an idiot Shout out to our friend Lynn, yes. who collects... I was like, how did you know how to find all those? And then I realized, of course, it's Lynn. There's a website called Marsupial Gurgle that a TBTL listener Lynn has maintained for years and years now, where he kind of breaks down the shows, TBTLs that we do, and isolates little bits of us saying weird things. And I did a search on the word idiot, and there were... 20 <gasps> pages. I only went 20 through the f- pages. Are, are those 20 There's other entries? things are other things are mixed in there oh, as well. Okay. But I only went through the first like two pages to get some of those. Oh, my God. I call myself an idiot so much. So frequently. <laughs> because that's that's a tiny sampling of the total number of times you've said it because he hasn't captured oh, yeah. every single time. It, of course. Yeah. I'm always calling myself an idiot is oh, what I've learned. Oh, my God. All right. I'm going to play that's a commercial. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm going to play a commercial for you right now. It is for um, a Smokey Bear campaign. You know, like it's like a PSA to make sure. Is this one of those things where I, is this a Mandela Mandela effect, Smokey the Bear or Smokey Bear? Oh, I think I always say it wrong. I think I grew up calling it Smokey the Bear, but it says Smokey Bear. Yeah, no, I think it's, I, in my head, it's Smokey the Bear. Oh, you too. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Let's see. Did it ever? Because the, these ads say Smoky Bear. I think it is. Do you I think, think it changed over time? I don't know. I'm doing a quick Google. I'm not seeing. Oh, here. Why did Smokey the Bear change his name? And then, nope, it is. Um. Sounds like it's due to a to a like a. Jingle oh, there something. was a jingle back in the day where they added the between Smokey and Bear to make the rhythm work on a song. And so people thought his name was Smokey the Bear, but really his name never changed. Okay, it but was... there's a good reason why people yeah. might be confused. They didn't just make it up. That's why I call it McGruff Crime Dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, this is a commercial for the Smokey Bear campaign. And I just Smokey call him Howard <laughs> I just call the movie Aristocrats. <laughs> um, okay, so this commercial is for like kind of proper fire safety, right? And this is one of two in a campaign. And we have a guy who looks kind of like Ken Jennings, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and he's in 
he's in his backyard and he's grilling with his family. But before we get to that scene, we see actually Smokey Bear or Smokey the Bear, or actually I guess just a disembodied head animated of Smokey Bear uh, in front of some trees explaining a new app that is going to help this fella, this father, do the right thing when it comes to getting rid of his uh, charcoal after he's done grilling, okay? And it's also kind of a heavy emphasis on dad jokes. Like, this this dad is a real character where he just really thinks he's funny, um, but his jokes are kind of lame, and that's part of the commercial. Oh, sidebar. Um, yep. I learned that in Brazil, say I had, to, I had to make a Brazilian food over the weekend, and I was looking at the history of it, and what we call dad jokes... Uh, mm-hmm. Brazilians, I, I don't know what the Portuguese term for it is. They call uncle jokes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I had a really goofy uncle. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I remember my uncle Bob said to my sister as a kid, I know why you have bangs to help you wake up in the morning. And I thought that was so funny. I mean, I was just like, Uncle Bob is such a character. Like, I could not, he did a Daffy, uh, no, a Donald Duck voice that I don't even know where it came from in his throat. It was amazing. Um, anyway, uh, okay, so this, you're going to hear from Smokey Bear, and he's going to talk about an app that's going to help this dad do the right thing. Take a listen. Hi, I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you out, because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear, because I'm grilling up dinner. Now, he's talking to his phone here, right? And when he says, hey, uh, Smokey Bear Assistant, and he starts talking, the phone sort of comes o- alive, and we see Smokey the Bear's face, or Smokey the Assistant Bear's face. To help you out, <laughs> because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear, because I'm grilling up dinner. <laughs> do you get it? Yes. Good job. So, what should I do with all these coals? Don't just toss them out. Put them in a metal container because those embers can start a wildfire. I understand. The stakes are high. Ha 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 ha. See, Smokey thinks I'm funny. Well, the assistant does. Okay, I just want your first reactions to that commercial. What do you think of that commercial? Well, I don't know if this is what, what you were curious to know about, but I am baffled that they gave it a female voice when they already have a character with a very well-known yes. voice. Yes, that was my first question. And also they have the the and the, the head of the bear, the animated smoky bear moving and like the yeah. mouth moving when the female assistant voice yeah. is speaking. Cuz they want it to be like Siri, I guess cuz we're yeah, used but, to that. But then but we're used to it but like the use cases for this app are going to be pretty limited. It's not right. like smoky bear uh, how do I, you know, get to Tulsa? You yes. know, it's going to be like, what? Do, I mean, I can't really even imagine when I would use this, but like, I might say, like, here's a good example. What should I do with these linseed so- mm-hmm. oil soaked rags? Right, right. Should I re- ball them up and put them in my in my garage? Turns oh, I out shouldn't. The answer is no. Um, right. Yeah. So why would they give the app that? Give it his other voice. Than, right. Now let me ask you this, and I think I got an answer for this by how you just described this. Do you think? This app exists? Uh, yes. Then I'm not the idiot. (laughs) Okay, so it doesn't exist? No. This is, and excuse my language, so fucking stupid. (laughs) What? I thought this was an ad for a new app that they created. What was it for? It's just a device that they're using that's supposed to be funny to get the commercials out there. The commercials are the source of information. There's two of them. There's oh, there's a... no app? No, I'm so glad because I was really worried that it was going to be obvious. No. That no, here, I found the press release and the other commercial this on the Smokey. The, this Th- is I'm the so, worst. Uh, thank you. I am so glad we that I made that We surely cannot intro. be the only people who thought this was a commercial for an app. Genevieve, I went to look for Smokey Bear app, and I couldn't find it. Then I'm like, oh, it's called Smokey Bear Assistant app. Sure. And it's like, no. And then I get to this press release from the National Association of State Foresters. New Smokey Bear PSA features fictional AI assistant to remind Americans... Americans of important wildfire prevention tips. It's just a device to be used in the commercial as a comedic device to get the how to get rid of your grill coals. But okay, then if that's the case, I thought maybe like, well, maybe the only way to have an AI assistant is to use, maybe they don't have enough of the the voice actor who does mm-hmm. Smokey Bear to do the whole AI thing. So maybe it has to be in that lady's voice. No, if it's just a little one act play, 
about a pretend AI that doesn't exist, why wouldn't you have it be Smokey's voice? This whole thing is just because, completely fucked. <laughs> thank you. Because to them, it's an obvious joke. And to make the joke work, it's like our version of Siri. So they oh want... Oh, my God. There's no app. There's no app. There's no app. And in this day and age, like, it's not... It doesn't... Just make the stupid app. <laughs> just make the stupid app. It doesn't It doesn't strain credulity. Hire, right. hire a 16-year-old to make your stupid app. <laughs> So Pay glad. one Bitcoin and get your stupid app, <laughs> fucking idiots. I'm so glad that you're on the same oh page. Oh my god. This is new too, right? Yeah, this is just this was released in March of 2022. This uh press release I'm reading. Here's the other one. It starts off the same way with a again, disembodied smoky bear head um explaining what I'm you're about to see. I'm disappointed that you're not an idiot, but you know. <laughs> Trust me. I we got to do this again when you are an idiot. <laughs> um, in this case, you see two campers, two men, again, probably in their 30s, and they're camping and they're having a debate about the proper way to put Can out I a fire. Can I just real quickly note that you wrote in the show sheet, I'm I the idiot? <laughs> Did I? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can we change the name of the segment? I'm, to, I, I'm uh, I the idiot. I'm I the idiot? I think that should be the name of the segment <laughs> now. All right. You got to recut your... <laughs> You need to recut your little intro. I'm I the I'm idiot. I'm I the idiot. Here, take a listen to this. Hi, I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. No, you didn't. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Okay. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? Mm-hmm. To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. So we have no idea what they're w- what, what, what they who? were saying to each other. They start to look confused. What at were some their point. bad ideas? Yeah, what were their bad ideas? And again, I would just like to point out to everybody, this is not an app. Even though it begins with Smokey Bear, a trusted American figure, telling yes. me that he's made an app. He's made no app. He's made no app. He's made no app. This There's is... an app that was released in like 2011 or something that isn't this. It's like just something you can put on. I think it was aimed at maybe, I think, scouts or something like that. It, it was just like campfire tips or something. But it's, yeah. it's not this. It has nothing to do with this. Yeah. Um, man. Okay. I think in this one. This is a huge fail. This is a stretch here, but just so that you can get a little sweet relief. Okay. And you can say, I'm I the idiot. I'm I the idiot. Um, this next one was actually when I was looking for game night stuff. This commercial popped up. And I'll just tell you right now, I'm pretty sure that I'm I the idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we see a family. This, I think, a quick, like, 15-second commercial. Yeah, so I'll just set this up. We see a uh, um, we see a family getting out of their Toyota Sienna, which is kind of like, I guess that's kind of like an SUV minivan. Like a hybrid SUV. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're getting out of it, and they're parked outside somewhere in front of some rocks. And uh, on the top of the SUV, like coming out of the roof, is a uh, is a projector, and it's projecting like an old kind of eight bit video game that's kind of like Space Invaders or something. You sort of hear the family um, talking about how they're gonna beat each other at Space Invaders. <laughs> Prepare to be crushed. Oh, boy. Mommy's competitive. And then it says, um, there's just a little bit of uh, text at the end that says it now has like a, what, some sort of a high volt, um, now 1500 watt capable power Yeah, essentially outlet. you can take your car yeah. into the wilderness and use it at, to power something pretty powerful. Yeah, but in this case, um, I'm I the idiot because for a second I thought the car had a projector. Because they have oh. they must have it setting on top of the car, but you can't see it. And it looks like this yeah. car is made for camping and that you can like project something out of it. Then I'm like, oh, that would be a very limited case scenario. It's just saying you can power you could, things. You could power yeah. it with that. Yeah, I mean... Like it wouldn't shock me so much to find out that a car had a very like that a that a particular like you know limited edition car had a specific yeah thing to it, but I don't think that's that would have been my takeaway from this ad because some cars do have don't they have the things well not just ground lights but don't some of them have that little like projector that when you open the door it'll shoot a little like um like a gobo almost like is that it like almost like the hologram only it's not a hologram down on the ground that'll I've never seen animate. that it wouldn't shock me but i mean I feel like usually some cars have that what i learned in marketing is that the like 
if you're walking, let's say you're going to like a fancy event or a club mm-hmm. or something, and there's like a projected onto the sidewalk, yeah, yeah, like a exactly a, a, an animated or moving um, mm-hmm. picture of light. Yep. That's called a gobo. Okay, interesting. Yeah, thanks, because I was having a hard time describing that. I thought some cars had that, um, I think, like, fancy cars. So I was like, yeah, is it really that weird that maybe a nice car would have something that projects? But anyway, I'm I the Idiot. (laughs) Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. Okay, Vives. You had something that you really wanted to share after last week's show, right? Yes, this is an important PSA. So as I talked about on last week's show, I often think about how I would get out of a car if it plunged into the water and suddenly the electrics didn't work and I couldn't roll down the window with the, you know an electrically powered window. Do you remember how we got on that? Um, I think... I was something about like cars that like oh yeah we like cars with older features older, and it has you older said, features yeah and you said you like you want a uh, you don't want a power window you'd prefer a crank window I prefer a, I would always I would still buy a car with a crank window if I could um, so and I said that they and we talked about this that they sell devices that you can have on your keys or in your car or whatever that have like a a dull point that would allow you to smash a window out Paul uh, sends a really useful PSA which I did not know about. Just a quick FYI on smashing car windows if you're trapped. Car headrests are designed to be removable so you can smash the window with the metal prongs in case of an emergency. Good tip. Did you look this up? I haven't looked it up. I trust Paul. I will be checking my own car uh, the next time I'm in it. I am on something here called carseatblog.com. Oh, yeah. Who knew? Um, and it does say, okay, myth busting. Vehicle headrests are meant to break vehicle windows. Every once in a while, a meme goes around on social media that catches my attention, blah, 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 blah. This got me wondering, is this true? I, I'm reading this cold, by the way. I have no idea. Um, it says myth. A vehicle headrest is left deliberately detachable and sharp so it can be used to break a window. Um, but they're, uh, so carseatblog.com, the number one source on car seats, um, says that this is a myth. Oh, yeah. It looks, and they seem like they've done their research. Sorry, Paul. I should have done my own research. Um, like a vaccine denier. I should have done my own research. <laughs> Before spreading it around. Um, um, they yeah. said they found a very long and dull <laughs> document about the headrest function and its design written by NHTSA, the National yeah. Highway Transportation Safety Association. Hey, I did it. Well, I don't know if that's, I, I think it's, I'm convinced that it is, that that's not the purpose of it. I don't know if a, if a headrest can be detached and if it might have something that could be used that way in an emergency, but uh, I guess don't take don't take this as a PSA. Mm-hmm. I could cut all of this out, but I think the journey was worth it. The journey was worth it. it. But, you know, did we get on this at all because of my whole experience with a cracked windshield driving back from Denver a few weeks ago? Probably. A big, a big um, rock hit my window and really shattered, not shattered it, but really cracked it in, in several, pl- you know, kind of spider webbed out immediately and it was very stressful on the long road trip and i knew that it was okay to continue to drive because i looked it up and um, the windshield as it says here is made of laminated glass like it has some sort of a protective coating on the inside and outside that'll help keep it it together actually falling apart because otherwise i mean that would just happen all the time i mean people are constantly well auto glass is a whole interesting technology i mean you've seen you've seen a shattered um, and we, we've definitely seen a shattered window because we have had our windows shattered, like our side windows. Mm-hmm. And when they shatter, they can be shattered fairly easily, I guess, with like a, a rock or yep. something sharp. But when they shatter, they shatter into small little square cubes. Right, exactly. And that's tempered glass, tempered according glass. to yeah. this um, website. So anyway, that's I didn't I honestly did not know what that blog was going to tell me. I was just sort of looking. I just as you were saying that, I'm like, well, let's see what the Internet says. So i Thank so, you. Yeah. No, sorry I would have be no I, fun. No, no, I would have put that misinformation out there, so I'm glad you checked. Head council, it's jingle time. Okay, before we play our first jingle, I think we have to set it up a little bit, right? So last week on the show, I played this radio commercial jingle from the 60s. It didn't really fit our theme or anything. I just stumbled on it. It was for Kmart, and I just thought it was a wonderful little ditty. So can we listen to this again? Please. 
They got ranges, heaters, power tools, they got TV toasters, waiting pools, they got hi-fi hammers, hoses, rakes, they got all the very finest makes. Stop and shop at Kmart, get the best in name brand merchandise, they guarantee the quality and discount the price. They got washers, dryers, bassinets, they got sprinklers, toasters, wire nets, they got broilers, records, vacuum cleaners, barbecues to roast your wieners, ranges, heaters, power tools, they got TV toasters, waiting and then it's got the unusual decision to fade out. At I know, the end. which is a little unfortunate, but um, it is what it is. Yeah, I assume. I mean, yeah, I wonder if that was just the way like somebody preserved this and had to fade it out. Yeah, and, I'm not sure, but you challenged the listeners. I did. I said I loved that jingle. It was obviously a pretty high degree of difficulty in terms of singing it. A lot of a lot of quick lyrics in a row, and I said if somebody and I did say the first person, but I said if somebody calls up and sings it all the way through, I will send them a prize. Two people took me up on this challenge, mm-hmm. and I don't want to split hairs over who got it in first. Two people got it in this week, mm-hmm. the week after the show aired, um, and I am so impressed, and I have already put in a bid on something on eBay, and I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want to drive up the bidding, <laughs> um, but I have put a bid on something that I think you're gonna both going to be very excited about. So... Um, we're going to play these two now. Um, when, after we play them, I'd like the people uh, who sent these in to email me your mailing address. And assuming I win this auction, if I don't win this auction, I'll, I'll think of something else. But I really hope I win this auction because the thing I'm bidding on is mm-hmm. so perfect. Now, this first one comes from Mike, and it took him kind of several attempts to get through it. Um, and I, I'm glad he shared them all with us. Yes. He also had a little message from the beginning. He, he references a... Um, a Burger King commercial that says something like, hey, America, get rid of your tongs or something. <laughs> but I misinterpreted what it said. That's Throw, what it, it said, uh, uh, what was it? It wasn't water. It was. Uh, and I thought it was tongues. I thought it was like wet your tongues or something. Yeah. It was, I forget now what the, what the actual line was, but it sounded like water your tongues to us. Should we just hear that first? Yeah. Okay, so you've heard the you've heard the burger. I'm sorry. You've heard the Kmart commercial. Here is the Burger King commercial that Mike will reference here. Hold on to your tongs, America. Hold on to your tongs. Oh, hold on to your tongs. And I thought it was water your tongues. (laughs) He really swallows it. It, 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 For the first line, it's the first line of the film. It's got to be on the money. Hold on your tongs. (laughs) Okay, so here's Mike's voicemail. Hey, Andrew and Genevieve. Listener Mike calling in to take a shot at that Kmart radio jingle from the 60s. Uh, First, I just wanted to say one thing. uh, I've been listening to this uh, last week's episode while I'm at work. And I'm cracking up so hard at Andrew's misunderstanding of the Burger King ad where they say, watch your tongs. And now I'm just walking around this cavernous warehouse saying, wet your tongues, America. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not getting any weird looks or anything, I promise. Okay, now here goes with the jingle. They got washers, dryers, bassinets, they got sprinklers, toasters, wire nets, they got broilers, records, vacuum cleaners, barbecues to roast your wieners, ranges, heaters, power tools, they got hi-fi hammers, hoses, drapes, fuck! (laughs) 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 Okay, a little frustration there, Mike called in with another one. They got ranges, heaters, power tools, they got TV, toasters, waiting pools, they got... Hi-fi hammers, hoses, drapes, they got all the very finest makes. Stop and shop at Kmart, get the best in-name brand merchandise. They guarantee the quality and discount the price. They got washers, dryers, bassinets, they got sprinklers, toasters, wire nets, they got broilers, records, vacuum cleaners, barbecues to roast your wieners. Stop and shop at Kmart, I'm not supposed to sing this part again. I don't know why I keep doing it, but oh well, that's the end. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, then Mike sent us one more where he finally nailed it. They got ranges, heaters, power tools, they got TV toasters, waiting pools, they got hi-fi hammers, hoses, drapes, they got all the very finest makes. Stop and shop at Kmart, get the best in name brand merchandise. They guarantee the quality and discount the price. They got washers, dryers, bassinets, they got sprinklers, toasters, wire nets, they got broilers, records, vacuum cleaners, barbecues to roast your wieners, ranges, heaters, power tools, they got TV toasters, waiting pools, they got <laughs> hi-fi hammers, hoses, drapes, they got all the very fine <laughs> 
Okay, I think I finally nailed the uh, fade out there. That's the best I've got. <laughs> that is great. Doing the fade so out. So good, yeah. Very, so, very so good. So professional. And then we got one more here. So th- those were all Mike. Um, and then we got this from Anna in Seattle. Now, Anna has called in with um, jingles before. She's got a wonderful voice. Do yeah. you, I can't remember what Anna has called in with before, but she's got a hell of a singing voice. Um, and this is hers. This is Anna in the Greenwood neighborhood of Seattle. Challenge accepted. They got rangers, heaters. Let me start over. (laughs) (laughs) They got rangers, heaters, power tools. They got TV toasters, waiting pools. They got hi-fi hammers, hoses, rakes. They got all the very finest mates. Stop and shop at Kmart. Get the best in name brand merchandise. The guarantee, the quality, and (laughs) discount, the price. They got washers, dryers, bassinets. They got sprinklers, toasters, wire nets. They got boilers, records, vacuum cleaners, barbecues, two roaster wieners, <laughs> ranges, heaters, power tools. They got deep beat toasters, waiting pools. They got high spikes. Fade out. Okay, <laughs> I was going to go to sleep on time, and then that came up. <laughs> loved the show. That was a really good episode. Um, just loved all the prizing stuff. That was fun. Okay, thanks. Bye. So I, do you think both of these folks wrote it out, like took the time to I first transcribe it? And then, yeah. I mean, Although, they, but Mike, though, his thing was he kind of repeated the wrong part, which if he had typed it out, he wouldn't. Have. If if he was doing that off the top of his head, that's astounding. However you did it, whatever your process was, I love it so much. Thank you both. Uh, Anna and Mike, please um, email us at after these messages show at Gmail. You know, you know the address because you emailed us your mm-hmm. your jingles. Um, and send me your home address or whatever address you want me to send uh, your prize to, and it will be uh, forthcoming. And remember, water your tongs, America. <laughs> <laughs> you can sell anything. You can sell anything. I messed it up again. It's, I was saying water your tongues. Hold on to your tongues. But I said water your tongues? I don't know. I don't know, man. It's all... It's all all of hazy dream anyway that, that was, was amazing thank you guys that was amazing you guys will get your prizes um the whole show i had a lot of fun today genevieve this was a fun show thanks for putting it together when we started we thought it was ridiculous that we were going to be watching other people play games but it turns out this twitch thing maybe there's something to it <sighs> you know maybe we've just made the case for twitch maybe what what if I we mean, start capitalism, board... will, capitalism will be so excited board game twitch <laughs> I, is there not such a thing? There's I'd be shocked. Be. There's absolutely got to be. Yeah. All right. How can people reach out to us? Uh, you can call us at 607-444-5597. Again, 607-444-5597. Um, you can email us after these messages show at Gmail uh, or or visit us on the Facebook group, which um, we didn't get into a lot of the, the stuff from the Facebook group today, but um, there's some good stuff there. So I think we'll probably... Uh, circle some of that stuff up net for next week. Nice. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, dip. It seems once again back again with the caravan of Manchester, Pakistan.